0: Um, we are recording now. Um, but 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 I, I want to set the stage just by saying this that for the next four weeks, really what we want to talk about is not as much studying God's word as it is allowing God's Word to minister to us. Now, now let me say this. We should all be, there's there's no condemnation, but we should all be growing to the point that we are students of God's Word. We, we won't go to the scripture, but there's scriptures that, that we know the Bible says study. Someone say study. Study to show yourself approved. approved. Study. Study. The Bible says we should be studying the scripture so that we have no need to be ashamed, but we can rightly divide the truth. The Bible says that we should be ready in season and out of season. And while Paul was writing to Timothy, a young preacher, he speaks to us that in season and out of season, we should be studied and ready to talk about and encourage people and and teach people from the scriptures. We're disciples who are making disciples. Uh, what does the Bible say that God's people that that they can be destroyed for lack of for lack of knowledge. So we should be students of of God's word. And 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 what I want to make clear is what I'm not saying is that when we are studying the scripture, that God's word cannot minister to us. Be, because oh as you are studying the word the word can minister to you deeply. And what I'm, not also, what I'm also not saying is that uh, as, as you are taking time to allow God's word to minister to you, that you can't simultaneously study God's word. Really what I'm, what I'm spe- speaking to is, is a mindset or a posture of heart that we come to God with each day. Saying, God, I, I do want to be a student of your word. God, I, I, I do want to study and I do want to study to show myself approved. But but, but, what, but what I want to do today, God, is I want to, like Mary, I want to come and I want to sit at your feet and hear your word. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're familiar, if you remember this story, but there's a story in the book of Luke and Jesus is at a home and it's Martha's home and she has a sister Mary and Martha is busy. Busy, busy serving Jesus, which, by the way, is a good thing. Someone's coming to your house. You should, you should serve them. But she's busy serving. And, and, and the Bible says that she, she was frustrated because Mary was just sitting listening. Jesus would tell her to get up and to come help. And Jesus said, oh, Martha, 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 there is one thing that is needed. You know, what's interesting about that passage is that it says Mary, she also Listen to the words of Jesus. What what does that tell us? Well, that Martha was listening too. But Martha was just listening while she was working. Martha was listening while she had other things going on. But Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his words. And Jesus said, oh, Martha, 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 there is one thing. Someone say one one thing. There is one thing that is needed. There's one thing that is needed. And Mary has found that one thing. And that is to sit at my feet and to listen to my words. There is such power in posturing our heart each and every day to come to Jesus and sit at his feet and say, Jesus, I, I, I need you to minister to me. I need you to speak to me. I need you to talk to me today from your word. Can, can I tell you God his desire is he wants to minister to you and I every single day through his word. So I want to remind you God loves you. Like more 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 than than than, than we we can can comprehend in the natural the Bible says God he loves you and I and he cares about you and I. And 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 we can get really business legalistic minded God, God, he, he desires intimate relationship and God cares about you. He loves you and he wants to meet with you each day through his word Amen. and minister to you Amen. to encourage you, to heal you, to restore you, to give you wisdom, to mold, to shape. What does the Bible say? Well, we'll read this next week, but 2 Timothy three sixteen through 17, it says, that all scriptures being given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And it's profitable for, rebu- for, for re- re- rebuke and correction and doctrine and training in righteousness so that the man or woman of God may be thoroughly equipped, lacking nothing prepared for every good work. I remember being 16 years old uh, and Pastor Robert Rosales, our Gastonia campus pastor, came and preached in youth and I remember him preaching that scripture and then he connected it to Ephesians 2.10 where it says, you and I, we were created for good works. And The Bible says God has good works for your life. Good works for my life. And 2 Timothy 3.16 through 17 says, yeah, and God wants to, through His Word, He He wants to prepare you and equip you. So you are thoroughly equipped, lacking nothing for every good work. If you're taking notes, I wanna read you just a few scriptures and we won't have time to turn there or you won't have time to turn there unless you are the Sunday school uh, sword drill champion. Uh, But I'm I'm just gonna read them quickly. Uh, But just some scriptures that remind us how God's word ministers to us. Psalm 119 verse 97 through 98. Again, it's Psalm 119, verse 97 through 98. I'm repeating myself uh, because a very kind gentleman a few weeks ago said, Pastor, I appreciate your sermon, but could you please slow down? Thank you. Because I didn't didn't catch any of this. It wasn't Allison, but she sent him. I know it. (laughs) But Psalm, Psalm 119, verse 97 through 98, it says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Listen to this phrasing. For you, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies, for they're ever with me. Um, Zoom doesn't have any meetings, Zoom hosts meetings. So, so you can have meetings on Zoom, and Zoom's not having the meeting, Zoom's just hosting the meeting. Psalm 119 tells us that this book, that it is a host or a tool that God uses. The psalmist says, oh, how I love your law. It's my meditation all the day for you through your commandments. Make me wiser than my enemies. What's the psalmist doing? He's painting a picture of God sitting down at the table with you. He's painting a picture of God sitting down at, at your kitchen table or sitting down at, at uh, the, uh, the table at the b- break room where you work or, or in the... P- sitting down with you and God having a personal meeting with you through the scripture, giving you wisdom. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 30, I love this, the entrance of your word gives light. You you ever felt like you you just on the inside couldn't put your finger on what was going on? You you ever felt like just you're tangled up or you're confused or just, and and I just can't put my finger, the Bible says the entrance of your word gives light. It illuminates things in the spirit. It illuminates things on the inside that you can't see without the light of God's word. It gives understanding to the simple. Uh, Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God, God says, I want you through my word. I want to be a lamp to your feet for your every step today. But I also want to light your path so you can see what I have in front of you. How, how, how does, well, I'm sorry, one more scripture. Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty. Through 22, my son, give attention to my words and incline your ear to my sayings. Listen to how personal it is. My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Listen to this. For they are life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. The, 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 the writer of Proverbs says, My son, give attention to my words. My son, keep my words in the midst of your heart. Keep your eyes on my word, for they are life to all who find them and health. To their flesh, how how does God minister to us through through His Word? How does God speak to us? How does He encourage us? How does God come and how how does He uh, lead and guide us? He does so through the help and the power of His Holy Spirit. I want to read this to you, John chapter sixteen, verse twelve through thirteen. These are the words of Jesus speaking to His disciples, and Jesus says this to His disciples: "I still have many things to say to you." but you cannot bear them now. Don't, don't you love that, that about God, that God, he speaks to us where we are and, and, and at the pace that he knows that we need. Right. Jesus says, I have, I have so many things to say to you, but you can't bear them right now. Listen to what he says though. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he, someone say he, mm-hmm. he, will guide you into all truth. I want to read that again. He will guide you into all truth. So so as as we are reading the scripture and God is ministering to us, who is our guide? The Holy Spirit is. Jesus said, I have many things to say to you. I have so, so, so much to tell you. You can't bear it right now. However, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will lead and guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you of things to come. Last scripture of, of the night, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse nine, listen to this. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. You can't see it with your natural eye. You you can't hear it and understand it with your natural ear, and 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 your natural heart. it, it, it doesn't get it. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who, who love him. This is kind of a, a rabbit trail, but funny story. I remember being uh, in, in my, my college years and I was so discouraged by that scripture and I stopped reading right there. I, I read and I went, oh Lord, that's the most discouraging thing I've ever read. Eye has not seen and ear has not heard. My heart doesn't get it. And I literally stopped right there and I'm like, well, I just, I don't, I don't know what to do with that, bozo. Should have kept reading because the Bible says this in the very next verse. However, or but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Paul, Paul's writing and if we had time, we'd read the whole passage, but he says, listen, you can't get this in the natural. In, in fact, I believe it's verse 14, but he says, listen, the natural man, he don't get nothing. the The person who's just in his own intellect, in his own understanding, just 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 testing the, he doesn't get nothing because it's spiritually caught. That's why Paul goes, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, has not come into the heart of man the things that God has prepared. But God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. What where I want to start and what what I want us to see. And, and I, I hope to carry it through through the next four weeks is, is just this, this big idea that we have a God who loves us and cares for us, who has good purposes and good plans for our life, who, who has deep caring concern about what you have deep care and concern about. He thinks about you often. And he's given you and I an invitation to every day in the most personal, intimate way to sit with him. Remember Psalm 119, you, just just for good measure, someone say you. you. You, God, you, through your word, you make me wiser than my enemies, for they're ever with me. You come and meet with me and give me wisdom and help me and lead me. Friends, we are so lost without time with him. We can't figure it out in our own ability. The the Bible goes, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end, it leads to destruction. We are so lost, which is why Jesus said, Martha, there's one thing that's needful. Yep. Martha, there, there's, there's one thing you really got to get. And I appreciate, Martha, that you are podcasting and you're on the go and you're re-listening to Pastor Gil's sermon while you're running on the treadmill. I love that. But Martha, you're, you're listening on the go. And, and what you're listening on the go is telling me is I know I need your word. I just have more important things to do than just sit around and listen to you. And, and what Mary has caught is something that is needed. It is to sit at my feet and listen to my words. God wants to meet with you every single day in a deep and an intimate way. And and will you study the scripture? Yes. Will you grow in wisdom and understanding and knowledge? Yes. But more than anything, he wants to minister deeply to you. By the way, that's wherever you are. You, you could be in a place of hurt and pain and discouragement. He wants to meet you right there and minister to you through his word. You you could be having the best year ever and you're right now just riding on your high horse and you're thinking you own the world. He wants to meet with you right there and remind you that you need him and and, and serve you some humble pie. He He wants to meet you with you wherever you are and minister to you. So it's, it's from that standpoint that what I want to do tonight as we start is I wanna give you four steps, four steps to spending time reading the scripture every single day. And um, I, I'll, I'll make the, the, this disclaimer. Um, this is not to be taken as a legalistic or a ritualistic approach. And, 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 and I, I hope that this makes sense when I say it. Um, these four steps I do I, I want to say every day, but truth be told, uh, there are days that I miss. I know Pastor Gill was very gracious on Sunday, and he said that uh, that I never miss. There's lots of days that I miss. Ask my children. Um, but 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 every day that that, I, that I'm spending time in the Scripture, um, I'm every single time using these four steps. However, I'm not always using them. I'm, I'm just following them as a guide. And, I, and th- th- that'll make sense kind of as we get into it. But I just want to say this is not to be taken legalistically. The, the, this is not like ritual or routine. By the way, uh, I'll just say this, legalism, it, it really is a matter of the heart. So, so like you could be legalistic and ritualistic and religious about the way you put on your pants every morning. It's, it's a matter of your heart. This is not to be taken as some sort of legal. These are simply a, this is a guide. So for anyone who's here, you've never spent time in the scripture, allow this to be a great starting point. A- anyone who you're going, I've, I've struggled to have consistency in my, my time with God, allow this to be a guide to help you find a new rhythm. And anyone who you're an avid student of God's word, when we're done, uh, tell me where I missed it and we'll fix it next week in the next class. Kidding, nobody laughed. That was awesome. Um, all right, so, so four, four steps, four, four thoughts. Uh, n- number one is this, pray. No, number one, first place we should start is we should pray. If the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us revelation into God's word, and God is the one through his word who ministers to us, we should probably start by inviting him. But 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 because we can get in a rush, or or because this is just kind of part part of our routine, um, I I know there there are many times over the years that that I find myself just grabbing a cup of coffee, opening and 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 not that not that this is legalistic or you know God's frustration, not, nothing like that. But but I think we should start by posturing our heart and remembering Holy Spirit today. You are my guide. You are my guide, Holy Spirit. I'm not coming to the Scripture today to study it like a chemistry book. No, Holy Spirit, you are my guide. And my eye can't see, my ear can't hear, my heart can't receive or comprehend what you have for me unless Holy Spirit, you reveal it to me. God, I'm, I'm not meeting with a book today, I'm meeting with you. So I want to make sure because I'm meeting with you, not a book that I'm inviting you to come and to be a part of this meeting. The, 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 the prayer you pray, it can be long, it can be short, but it should be meaningful. It can be long, could be short, could be five hours or five seconds, but it should be meaningful. There, there, there's a lot of, lot of days that I'll start my time with the Lord just, just simply by saying, Lord, today, I thank you for the privilege it is to be able to, to meet with you through your word. Lord, today I'm asking that you would open my eyes and my ears and my heart to receive. Holy Spirit, come and fill this place and speak to me. Amen. There's other days that I come and, and my prayers may be a little longer and it, it feels something like, Lord, today I feel so hurt. I feel lost. I feel tangled. I just, If I'm, not, if I'm honest, I don't even really want to do this today. God, I need, you, I need you to come and speak to me. God, I have no idea what to do. I didn't sleep last night because I've been thinking about this. God, I need I need Your Word to give me light. So, oh Holy Spirit, would You would You come and be, because the prayer doesn't need to be long or it just it's meaningful. Where are You in that moment, whether it's night or morning, Where are You? Come to God and say, God, I'm inviting You to come and be, be a part of this because I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. And God, more than anything, I want to meet with you too so, so you can minister to me through your word. So pray. Number two is this, read with ears to hear God's voice. Read with ears not to hear cool ideas or concepts or interesting phrases or things that you know you can put on Instagram but read to hear the voice of God on the inside R- read to hear God speak to you as we read we should be reading with ears to hear God speaking to us ears that are asking the question God what do you want to show me today and what do you need for me to to, to, to see I, I don't know if this is helpful or not but one of the things that I don't remember who I got this from. This is not original to me. Um, I, I don't remember who I got it from. But one of the things that I, I've just done is I've made a commitment to myself and to the Lord that I do not stop reading until I receive something. You know, it makes me think of Pastor Hill's message that he, that he preached on Sunday, that when God says, come boldly to the throne room of grace and obtain mercy, Pastor Gil talked about how every time we come to God, we shouldn't we shouldn't leave empty-handed. But I've just made a commitment, Lord, I'm not going to stop reading until until I get something. Great example. Um, this morning uh, we we read I don't remember. It's been a long day. I don't remember what we read this morning. We read Luke chapter four for sure, and Genesis we read chapters nine through eleven. Nine through 11. Thank you so much. And I'm going to be honest with you, I highlighted a couple things, but nothing really jumped off the page. And nothing really spoke to me. So I read Luke chapter 4 again, and nothing spoke to me. And then I just kind of felt, felt like the Lord nudged me and, and go, hey, go read the proverb of the day. Um, by the way, Proverbs is a great place to go because Proverbs, there's so much practical wisdom. And, and, and I've just found that you know, even if, I, if I'm not leaving with like this big, Revelation, God. I, I can just leave with with a little something in my pocket to help me be a better person that day. I can leave with a little something in my pocket to help me be a better husband or to be a better employee at work. And so I just feel like, yeah, just 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 go, go to Proverbs chapter four, Proverbs of the day. So go to Proverbs chapter four. And oh, God met me in Proverbs chapter four, verses 20 through 23. And verse 23 just jumped off the page. And I saw it. And I heard God speak to me in a way that I've, I've never seen what, what, what I saw this morning in, in that scripture. And it ministered to me and it blessed me and it challenged me and corrected me. Oh, it's what I needed. But, but I would have missed it if I was just like, ah, there, there's nothing there today. And so just practically, I've made the commitment to go, Lord, I'm just going to read in, in, until I hear you speak. And, and so if I got to go get a little nugget from Proverbs... Or, or if I need to read Luke chapter four again, um, there's some Old Testament passages that I, 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 I struggled to make it through the whole passage. So I'm not gonna read that again. Um, Le, Leviticus is an act of faith and devotion to the Lord. But, but I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna read until I hear, I hear, hear the Lord speak. And, 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 and by the way, when I, when I say hear the Lord speak for anyone who is maybe new to this, I don't mean the audible voice. I just mean that thing that jumps off the page. So a, a lot of times what I'll do, and this is very practical, but I'll go through and um here, I'll I'll just pull pull this up real quick. Um I don't know if this is acceptable, uh, but I've been reading a lot uh on on my iPad. I don't know if that's a I I'm weird and I used to think like, oh no, I would never read on an electronic device. If it's not leather, it's not from the Lord, but that's that's not true. Um but like let's let's just go this morning, Genesis chapter eight. We, we read. And so you, you can just kind of see, that I just, I just highlight things as, as I go. That, that was kind of interesting. Oh, that, that's kind of, that, that kind of stuck out to me. And, and I'm just, just, just highlighting things that, that just, oh, that kind of caught that. Oh, that's interesting. And, but, but a lot of times I'll, I'll go back through and I'll go, all right, Lord, so, so what are you saying to me in these? That that, that was a cool thought. And that was interesting. I, I was, that was a good reminder, but, but, but I'm just highlighting and I'm underlining. And I'm certain I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for, I'm mining for, God, what are you saying to me? Which leads me to, 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 to number three. Number one is pray. Number two is read with ears to hear. But number three is journal. Journal. And, and I'm going to talk about this in a second. Um, and I would advise you use the SOAP method. Now this is I said at the, at the beginning. These are things that guide me, and and I do every single day. But I don't always do them. But I always follow them, and that will make more sense when I get to the soap part. But but journal, J- write. It, then I've talked to so many people that go ah, I read but I don't write. Ah no that that's that, that's legalistic. I don't. Why do I have to journal? Why do I have to write? Well, let me give you just a couple thoughts on why I think journaling really matters. Uh, n- n- number one. Is I found, maybe you can relate, I found that I don't have the best memory. (laughs) Maybe you remember everything the Lord's ever spoken to you. And if that's the case, afterwards, we're going to form a line and you're going to pray for all of us (laughs) and anoint us with oil. But I just, I, I found I don't have the best memory. Yet yet one of the things I see in Scripture is that from cover to cover, the the, the Bible seems to to speak to the need for us to stir ourselves up and remember and meditate on things God has spoken to us. How are you going to go back and be encouraged by and be reminded and stir yourself up on something you don't remember? You won't do it. I think maybe this is why we have scriptures like Habakkuk chapter two, where it says, write, write, write the vision. Write down what God is speaking to you. Write down what God is saying. Make it plain. Why? So that he who reads it may run. So, so that you can go back and you can read it and you can be encouraged by it. You, you, you can go back and you can read it and be encouraged by it and it can be fuel for you to run and apply it to your life and do what God is saying. One of the things that this could be a practical tip if you're looking for one, but uh, pro- probably once a week, if not legalistically, but if I have time or if I think about it, but probably once a week, I'll just kind of feel prompted to go back through the last week's journal entries and, and, and I'll just summarize them and kind of just, just, just put a theme to it. Man, just, Lord, Lord, I just, it feels like over the last seven days, you, you've been speaking to me about these three things and they kind of all, and, and, and while I'm just, I'm reminding myself and stirring myself, of what has God said? Second reason I, I think journaling matters is because I have found, now, I do not really have scripture to like, and this is what the scripture says, but it's just by experience, and, and there's a scripture that kind of alludes to it. Um, but I have found, that when I put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, that that it has this way of just pushing further down into my heart what God's speaking to me. And here's what I found, that no exaggeration, I would say probably 50%, a lot of times more, a lot of times more like 70% of, of the insight or the revelation or what God will speak to me. It actually happens in my writing. I'll read something and it'll jump off the page and I feel like God's speaking to me. It happened this morning, honestly. And and so I'll I'll, I'll write write the scripture down. And and as I'm starting to write in journal, it's like all of a sudden the lights start turning on. And most of the time, the things that really sink deep and the things that God really opens my eyes to, it happens in my writing, not my reading. And, And I said, there's a scripture. I can't think of the reference and my apologies. I will go and find it if you want to come and ask me. But uh, there's a description there's a in the Old Testament where God commands the kings. He, he commands anyone who would become a king to go and scribe for themselves a copy of the law. Go, go write for yourself. They have people that could, that, that, that could have done that. He's the king. He's got people to do everything probably. But God says, no, no, I need you to go scribe for yourself a copy of the law so that you may learn to observe it and walk in it, the Bible says. There's something about putting pen to paper and writing down what God is saying that pushes it deeper and opens it up more. This is the last one, but I found that just through, through, through experience that journaling is a great way to both learn and practice how to articulate what God is saying and to be able to with confidence share it with others and encourage them. That's good. The 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 primary reason that I feel so comfortable and so confident whether I'm at a coffee shop or I'm standing somewhere like this to talk about the scripture is because I I talk to myself about the scripture. Every day in my journal, I, I have a personal conversation. Uh, my this is being recorded, so she'll know this. But my wife, she actually laughs at me. She um she 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 read one. I read her one of my journal entries a couple weeks ago, and she's like, "You're like talking to yourself in third person." I'm like, "I know," like it helps me. I'm I'm talking to myself, but but it's 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 been for me, I'll just say, one of the greatest tools in learning how to articulate and communicate so that I can with confidence encourage people anytime the the, the Lord leads me or, or, or lays it on my heart. Here's why I think that the SOAP method is, is such a good method. And again, it's not legalistic, but, but I, I just think the SOAP method is such a good method because the SOAP method, which is scripture, observation, application, prayer, the SOAP method, what it does is it kind of teaches us the way that we should think about and study scripture but it kind of also helps us to like learn how we should, how we should communicate scripture. Think about it for a second. Um, if, if, if I were just to encourage Cal, let's just say that I wanted to encourage Cal with John 3.16. Say, hey Cal, you, you, you know the other day I was reading and the Bible says in John 3.16 that God so loves you that he gave his one and only begotten son so that, that simply by believing you have a life in him. scripture observation you know what God was saying there what Jesus is showing us is that we have a God that loves us so much and we have a God who is so so committed to us that he gave us something so precious observation application I don't know why I did the a that was silly (laughs) application but but here application so so you know what I think I think that in the situation that, which by the way, this is make-believe. I don't, there's not really a situation that I'm like revealing, but I think in the situation that you're walking through, you just need to be reminded of God's love and freshly believe and receive what Jesus has done. Application, prayer. Hey, can we do this? Can we just take a second and respond to God and, and ask Him to come? And we, we're soaping in conversation. And, and I have found that this method, the reason I have used it for over 15 years is because it is, it's been one of the greatest tools that's helped me to learn how to study the scripture, but it's taught me how to encourage people with scripture. What, what does the Bible say? That, that the, the, the Holy Spirit, He doesn't just lead us and guide us into all truth, but He reminds us of all things. Many of you have probably heard me use this illustration before, but it's like every time we go and we spend time with God, what's God doing? He's putting books on the shelf of your heart. And the Holy Spirit, He leads and guides us into all truth, and He puts a truth in our heart. And then He reminds us of things that we need when we need them. I, I was in a conversation just with someone today, and they were telling me they were really discouraged in an area. And just out of nowhere, a scripture that I haven't thought about in forever, just like the Holy Spirit just went, hey, try that one. And, and all I did was soak in conversation. And I, I hate that you're walking through that. You know, I think it's in Proverbs that it says this. Solomon's writing right there is, is this right here. <laughs> And what we do with that is, is this, hey, can we just pray together? And, and it, it's not legalistic, but I, I so highly recommend not just reading, but journaling, pushing that word deep in your heart, putting pen to paper and finger to keyboard and allowing it to expand and get more out of it. And, and then finding a method. I, I, I never write soap in my journal. But every day I use the soul and just finding a method that's going to help you to learn and master the art of articulating and communicating with confidence what God's word is saying. So next time you're in Walmart and you're, there's a long line and you're getting a conversation with the person in front of you and they say something, and the Holy Spirit goes, Psst, remember last Friday <laughs> that random scripture that, that I highlighted to you and you're like, this is okay, it was because last Friday I was already here and I knew that you would need this. I knew you'd be in this conversation. I, I can't tell you how many times that I, I've found myself just in a situation, just personally, where it's like all this night, I feel devastated, overwhelmed. And a random verse that I really didn't like, okay, God, that's, thanks so much. All of a sudden, I, I feel the Holy Spirit remind me, hey, yeah. Last last Tuesday, I knew what you'd be walking through a month ago. That's why it's why you needed this. That's why I put this on the bookshelf of your heart. That's that's why I led you to take time then to to write down what I was saying, how to apply it, what the what, what the response is to be, because right now you need it. You, you know what I found in this is not the notes, but I, I've just found that when life hits the hardest, it's sometimes too late to go find the verse you need. When life hits the hardest, and li- sometimes it's too late to go, you know what? Hey guys, let's stop being overwhelmed, devastated, and frustrated. Let's go soap. Like No, no one wants to do that in that state and that's why really no one really ever does that which is why we need to spend daily time at his feet. Saying, Jesus, minister to me, speak to me, talk to me, mold me, shape me, equip me, Give, put on the shelves of my heart what I need. I'm going to take the time, God, to write and to, and to articulate it. Why? Because, God, you're preparing me for a great future you have for me. You're preparing me for, 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 for what's ahead. And so one is pray. Two is read with ears to hear. Three is use the soap method or journal. And then, and then number four, last but not least, is pray again. This one will, will be really short so we can get to what I want to do, but uh, pray again. This does not have to be long, but it should be meaningful. And listen, full of thanksgiving and admission. That, oh, how we need God's help to fully apply this to our life. Amen. Most of the time, my, my prayers, long or short, sound something like, Lord, thank you so much for your word. You, you know what's so cool about God is there, there's been probably months before where you could probably just sum up my entire month of reading into like one sentence because God just keeps on going, hey, bozo, hey, hey. You, you could write it a hundred different ways. I just need you to apply this one thing. And a lot of times my prayer is, God, thank you for being so faithful and consistent to me. God, thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for being willing to repeat the same thing over and over and over again in different ways so I can get it. Oh, thank you for your word. Thank you for showing up today. Thank you, God, for, for speaking to me. Thank you, God. And Holy Spirit, would you help me to apply this today? I, this, this could sound great in a journal, but God, it does nothing unless I live it with my life. So help me today, Holy Spirit, empower me and fill me and remind me of this word so I can live it and apply it to my life. We got to pray, read with ears to hear, use the soap method or, or, or pray, or I'm sorry, journal, journal and use the soap method. And, and number four, we, we should pray again. The, these four steps can, can be used as a guide to say every day, God, I can come to your word and I can pray, I can read, I can write and I can respond. I'm telling you, it is, it is one of the most life-changing transformational decisions you will make. And we'll talk about this in, in weeks to come because hate to be, be the bearer of bad news, not every time you sit down with the scripture you get goosebumps, and 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 you feel like the presence of God. A lot of times, it's it's an act of faith. A lot of times, it's an act of faith. Saying, you know what, Lord, today, I'm 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 reading, and I'm capturing, and I don't I don't like feel like warm and fuzzy. But God, this is an act of faith. This is an act of faith saying, I believe your word has power. I believe your word is seed. I'm getting the seed of your word in my heart. And God, even if I can't see it or feel it, it's doing something in here. It's changing something. I, I can't see grass grow when I plant the seed right away. God, same thing here. You're doing something in my heart. And so I'm just by faith, I'm thanking you and I'm receiving it and and, and I'm gonna keep going. So here's what I wanna do tonight. I wanna take the, the next uh, thirty minutes that we have. and um, I, I want to actually journal together. And so here, here's what we're gonna do because I want for us to uh, practice this, not practice in like some way that we're you know we're, we're being playful with it, but for anyone who has never done this before, um, uh, the, 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 this is a great place to start. And for anyone that's like you're I've been doing this for a hundred years. Um, this is a great place to come around people at your table and to be able to encourage and walk with them. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, probably two minutes or less. And and, and I'm going to lead us in prayer. And then I'm going to ask that you pray just right there un- un- underneath your breath, just, just individually. Uh, we're going to take about seven minutes or so, maybe 10 minutes. And we're going to read Luke chapter 4. Uh, Luke chapter four is the reading for today. Um, if you've all already read it, no worries. So have I, but I'm I'm, I'm going to read it again. And if you're a really fast reader, by the way, my wife right now is doing this. Uh, she, I, I don't, she, she got it from somewhere, but it's like called the 30 day shred. She's attempting to read the entire Bible in one month, which to me sounds very, very impressive. Um, to you, it's like I do that every month. Okay, but it, to me, it's very impressive. She's a speed reader. So if you're a speed reader like her, Um, then then you can read Luke chapter four and you can go to Proverbs chapter four, read the proverb of the day. We're gonna take 10 minutes and we're gonna read and then we'll take 10 minutes and uh, we're we're gonna journal and we're gonna take whatever stuck out to us from the scripture. We're we're, we're gonna write it down and then ready for this. We're gonna take whatever time we have left and we're gonna share it with someone. Isn't that fun? We're gonna take whatever time we have left and and we're gonna share it. Can I just say, if we can't share in a safe environment like this, how are we going to share in Harris Teeter? How, how are we going to share with, with, with our coworker? Because I'm telling you, God is not just equipping you for you. God's equipping you for those around you. Amen? Amen. What does the Bible say? That we've been blessed to be a blessing. blessing. God blesses us so we can bless others. And so uh, we're, we're going to take time to do that. So let me just start. I'm actually going to use my phone as a timer. Um, by the way, if you do not have a Bible, um, I, I have two. I also have cellular devices if you need, need a Bible to use. Uh, if you don't have a journal, there are uh, actual journals that you can buy. Uh, for right now, you can just grab one and you can you know, s- settle up later or just or just have it if you don't have the money. Uh, there's also pens and there are pieces of paper uh, that are printed. Richard has one right here that is like a sample, uh, sample journal page. So if you need one of those, grab it. Uh, but then uh, we'll go we'll and get started. So let me pray for us, and um, actually, let, let's do this. Let's take, let's take a uh, a three minute break, just in case anybody has to use the restroom. We'll just take a quick three minute break. You can chat at your table, use the restroom, grab a cup of water if you need. We'll take a three minute break, and then uh, we'll settle in, and and we'll take the next twenty minutes or so